Australia's number one mumcast is NHM I Got It From My Mama with Beck and Sarge. NHM I Got It From My Mum with Beck and Sarge and keeping women safe is the order of the day. I love it. We want to do this podcast because we feel like we want to inform you to be safe in your day-to-day lives and pass this knowledge on to your daughters so you live your best life possible and stay safe for the longest time possible. I agree. I think the most important thing is that we have a right to be safe and hopefully this podcast will help give you some tools and advice. Yeah. We're talking to Carly from Got Your Back Sister, a safety expert, coming up next. NHM, I got it from my mama. Would love your support. To help out, review us in your podcast app. Win incredible mama and family experiences at nhmnewcastlehuntermamas.com. A big shout out and thank you to our sponsor, the Little Unicorn at Honeysuckle, Broadmeadow and soon to be Charlestown Square. They have a focus on fun, play-based learning. My little Lillian goes to the Little Unicorn at Broadmeadow. Her speech is coming along a treat. She's really social and the Little Unicorn has enriched her life daily. She loves going there. She always says she's going to meet friends and she's even a little bit sad to leave sometimes I think because my cooking is not as good as the little unicorns <laughs> if you'd like to know more go to the little explore play discover grow NHM I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge NHM I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge and super grateful to have Carly from got your back sister with us to talk about women's safety Beck was really interested in doing this episode, right, Beck? Yeah. I think so many women these days are scared to go out because of news stories and social media and everything that they hear about what happens to women. I think we need to arm women with a little bit of confidence and a bit of something that makes them feel confident and able to go out because why should the men all get to go out? We yep. should get to go out That's too, true. right? Yeah. You know, and, and not That's just go out. Like I say go out. I'm, not, I'm a mum. I don't go out anymore. But, you know, I mean go anywhere and feel safe, even in your own home, right? Mm. So that's why I was really keen to say to Sarge, okay, we need to get somebody that's going to talk about this. Yeah, and we we can say we do have equality in um, certain respects in life and we do understand that, you know, men and women are different. When there was the unfortunate incident of the female comedian that was attacked in Melbourne, I don't know if you remember it, she lost her life and she was walking through a park in Carlton and oh my god it makes me emotional even thinking about it but I myself did stand-up comedy for near on eight to nine years in Melbourne I used to walk through that park all the time and run a bit around it daily and to hear that that young girl lost her life and things like that are happening if there's something that we can do to make ourselves safer why wouldn't we right yeah so tell us a little bit about your role and your advice for women around safety Carly um, so my role uh, is uh, as a self-defence yeah. instructor at Got Your Back Sister Foundation. Yeah. Uh, I also uh, teach Taekwondo. It took me a while to eventually come out and um, instruct and uh, find that Dharma yeah. purpose. And um, I'm very grateful to come across or meet some amazing women, um, especially through Got Your Back Sister. We do a six-week self-defence program. Uh, some women 
are currently in or, or post relationships, mm-hmm. or domestic violence, mm-hmm. uh, family violence. Everyone is entitled to f- feel safe yeah. in our community. Mm, absolutely. It's really important that we, as women, have a right to walk out and feel safe. Mm. I completely agree. So are the people that you're teaching, are they all in relationships or are some of them coming because they feel they should be starting to protect themselves or is it all women that are, are currently living in fear? A bit of both. Okay. Some want to come to learn something to be as security for themselves. Mm. Um, even if it, my mission is to at least for them to walk out the door and remember one thing, mm. at least one thing that hopefully is going to keep them safe. I talk about safe and unsafe boundaries. Yep. Okay, the, the right to say no, don't come in further, do not come into my space. You know, that consent or unconsent. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about that, Carly? Yeah. So um, I talk about different uh, approaches or different variations of attacks. They could be coming in towards us. could be a a surprise. Yeah. How we deal with those because we don't have long Mm. to register that. Absolutely, yeah. As a danger and we need to respond straight away. Yeah. We also need to once if they're not taking no for an answer we need to start to think okay what are we going to do if negotiation is not not going to happen or it's not successful we need to be able to physically defend our our life our space we have every right to do that so they're taking a risk coming into that space the further they are obviously away from us the more safe we are but the closer they come in that's where the danger is and it's learning about our our boundaries and being able to act on it yeah oh it's it's giving me chills um what okay so prior to them getting quite close do you find or do you teach that um, effective communication methods on how to prevent somebody from entering your space and do you find that that can work sometimes before so i guess what i'm saying is do with self-defense does it always have to be about actually physically doing something physical to protect yourself or can communication often be something effective absolutely communication is the key first yeah Mm. before we go to to, uh, communication Mm. there is the importance of uh, avoiding an awareness as well yeah okay so tell us about that what can we do to stay safe in our day-to-day life and so just basic um common things like being in light rather than dark areas. Okay. Um, yep. Also, being aware of exits, being aware of okay. environments, who you, who's around, um, knowing where your friends and family are. Yeah. Yeah. So all those. Also, what we've got on us is really important. Unfortunately, we need to talk about this this day and age about as women how we can protect ourselves further. And yes, it is by carrying handbags, what what we could use as accessories mm-hmm. to protect ourselves and our physical body. Mm. Do you have any more tips for mindfulness in terms of day-to-day passing things on to, say, women that might have teenage daughters that are out and about, advice for the daughters? Do you always recommend being with someone else or is it... Yeah. A certain time where it's places you shouldn't go that are 
worse yeah. or you just never know really, do you? Well, well, just having someone with you. Yeah. Especially at, at this time when it's dark. Mm. Um, having someone accompany you home, um, communication again, mm-hmm. um, being able to keep that contact with your parents, mm. um, saying, I'm on my way home. Yeah, okay. Um, so constant communication. Yeah, yeah, and I think too, especially with, with online dating, mm-hmm. having a, having that communication that you're going to be somewhere, yeah. having with a, a friend, plan B as yeah. well because you're meeting someone who behind screen could have a fake facade. That's true, yeah. 100%. Um, I know I've seen bars um, these days have got um, the back of the toilet doors in women's have got code words and you can go up and order yeah. a specific type of drink and that tells the barman that you're in danger yep. and you want to get out and they'll wow. show you yep. the exit and call you a taxi. Heard that. The so fact cool. that that, yeah. No, the fact that actually yeah. exists is it's horrendous, terrible, but it? It's terrible, yeah. but it's cool that yeah. people yeah. are making a really conscious a, attempt mm, to keep people safe. Yes, mm. yeah. But going back to communication, being able to negotiate your way out of yeah. something yeah. is very important. But like yeah. I said, sometimes that that doesn't work and we've got to think beyond that yeah our next step so negotiation tools what do you say to people i know obviously we don't have all the time in the world but what are some key things that you do say to people that can help Uh, so if someone is approaching you and you feel uncomfortable generally uncomfortable or you feel this and you generally will get a gut instinct on Mm. someone and Mm you know there's something not right Mm. that you have to go you might have to sort of yell out to someone Mm. a pretend someone and go oh come over here or Mm. oh I've got I've got my parents just Mm. over there I'm gonna I'll give them you know give out a yell or yeah okay wave to them it's sort of giving this message that oh okay they're with they're with with other people yeah what about the being on the phone does that do anything uh yes I do talk about if they've got an opportunity to go to the bathroom yeah. and be able to call for help, mm-hmm. that's another another thing that I encourage mm. if they've got the same... If you're walking alone, does it help to be on the phone to someone or not necessarily? Um, that could be a distraction yeah, that's true. as well. Yeah, Having ear, earphones on when you're running, yeah. that sort of thing. Um, yes, looking and so down, many people do that, don't they? Most so many, people. Yeah, yeah, so many girls are on social media and they're yeah. just constantly on their phone. So mm. they're not able to look up and see what's around them mm. and people play on that vulnerability mm. you know that opportunity so yeah so do you have any um strategies for making a quick escape if you are suddenly feeling quite i mean you don't want to run because i feel like they would just follow you and what would yeah. stop people from running so if someone's approaching you what would be the quickest escape if you just knew that they were not the right person around you mm-hmm. what would be the best quick escape Having a pretend backup, uh, say such and such is picking me up at yeah, oh, okay, yeah. X, X time, mm-hmm. or that I'm meeting them on a, outside at this time. Yeah. So, having just a, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. an excuse, so to yeah. speak, yeah. to be able to get out of maybe to say that early on if you're meeting someone for the first time, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what mm-hmm. about okay, and then what about when it actually gets to that stage where they physically need to protect themselves? What's what's number one? I just remember, and this was like 20 years ago, eyes, nose, throat, groin, feet, no, or something like this. So you've you've got grabbing, you've got striking, they're going to come in and strike you or they're going to grab something off you, whether it's valuable or not, if they have motives of those type of acts. And so, yes, we've got throat, we've got nose, we've got all those weak spots on the body, but it's Mm. also 
we're heightened with recreational drugs, those get eliminated. Oh, mm -hmm. you know, if you, if you look at the high levels of ice, yeah, mm, oh, hundred um, percent. You know, those those sensory or very delicate areas become obsolete. One of my friends who left paramedics said that um, they just couldn't stand the ice epidemic and the yeah. worst they ever saw was a man who was gouging his eyes out mm, one yeah. night and he was on ice and he had no, there was no problem with it for him, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's just what the drugs were making So that do. just makes you virtually completely vulnerable. I look at all those those women and men just that are in the emergency, emergency sector, I take my head off to them because they're putting their life at at risk every day. Yeah. Um, I hear so many stories, women that come into my program and they've got police, men and women in their family that have experienced certain things, um, paramedics. You need a full force behind you to restrain someone like that. Jeez. It's not just one person. Oh. And that's the scary thing that we're having to deal with yeah. in this day and age. Um, so what is really the best scary. way of protection, if there is any? You've got to try, you got to try your best. Yeah. At least... Because, yes, they're coming into your space and there is no filter. There is no yeah. rationalised brain brain mm. there. And it's – I say this, uh, when you go for a job interview, your first impressions count, your first strike mm. is what's going to count. Wow. And you're hoping for the best, realistically. But, yes, we could go for other sensory areas, hearing, sight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's another thing that mm -hmm. we've got to try and disarm – Yep. restrain this person or get out of a release or a grab from this person as, mm -hmm. as best as we can. We don't want to physically harm them to the point of death. That's mm. not... We just want to defend ourselves yeah. and be able to get out safely. And that first strike is is the most important. Mm -hmm. That's what's going to count. And hope that they're not expecting something. What about carrying alarms? Would that be another thing? thing? I always talk about using our voice is, is key. Mm -hmm. yep. As well, we need to use our voice like a siren yep. to be able to get help. How does Joe Blow down the road know that we need help if we're not going to use our voice? Mm -hmm. If we can't stand up and say no, if we can't say help, get me help, or in the case of a young child, I don't know you, you're a stranger, you're getting yeah. that attention mm. is vital. Mm. But also, apart from the, the defence area, also being able to use our voice and go, this happened to me. So whether that's uh, sexual abuse, being able to confide in someone and go, this has happened to me, I need I need help, is important too. So I always talk about the defence side of things, about using our voice, and there's so many benefits on using our voice. And that, for example, using our voice triggers back our rational thoughts because when we're in such a... A state of stress and a state of panic we get irrational breathing we our body shuts down we get into that mm. fight or flight mode and you know flight is that what I'm talking about and when we use our voice it it brings back like a, a motivation it triggers that makes sense. when we use it it's like a vibration through our body um, in the martial arts aspect it's called using it from our chi area driving a force through our body and that helps motivate us it helps drive back our breathing it increases our power and strength the willingness to do something mm -hmm. so if, if it's to get help or to drive 
ourselves to do something physically it's a great thing mm. to use our voice carly from got your back sister thank you so much we're so grateful for thank you, you so much, sharing your knowledge and if you want to know more got your back sister you can find them on insta and facebook and their website uh, the sister code thank you thank you so much nhm i got it from my mama for the little unicorn explore play discover grow